0: listener production Your morning agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 20th of April. After years of campaigning from families, the federal government has finally announced a royal commission into defence force and veteran suicides. Over recent years, more than 400 returned servicemen and women have died from suicide, but that number has soared over the past 12 months. The Royal Commission, which is expected to take up to two years, will start in July and investigate current health services and the systematic failures within the Defence Force to support returned soldiers. Here is Prime Minister Scott Morrison.
1: The grief of the families, the hardship of the comrades as they fought together and then have to deal with the aftermath of the fight when they return here to this country and they find it so hard to adjust.
0: Also making news this morning, the federal government is pushing for a major reset of its bungled vaccination rollout. Under the new strategy discussed at yesterday's National Cabinet, the program will be fast-tracked for Australians aged between 50 and 70 who will get the AstraZeneca jab. The PM's also proposed a 12-week sprint at the end of this year, which would aim to get 6 million younger Australians vaccinated by Christmas when more Pfizer vaccines arrive. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has told the ABC we need greater transparency moving forward.
1: All of the states are really craving just to have a bit of certainty around the likely number of doses we're going to get and then to plan forward to that. I mean, in New South Wales alone, we have a population of 6 million adults we need to vaccinate, 2.9 million of which are over the age of 50.
0: Meantime, mass vaccination centres are also rolling out across the country with three purpose-built facilities to open in Victoria tomorrow. Overseas now and some good news on the COVID front with the UK reaching an important vaccine milestone. More than 10 million second doses have now been administered. Here is UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock.
1: We can see the result of this uptake in the real world. The latest data show that 98% of people aged between 70 and 84 now have COVID-19 antibodies, which are crucial to the body's ability to fight the disease.
0: And it comes as COVID deaths plummet in the UK. Latest government figures showing four people have died from the virus in just the past 24 hours. A new federal government campaign to teach children about consent in schools is being slammed by experts. The new ad campaign called Respect Matters uses milkshakes and tacos as metaphors to explain disrespectful relationships and consent. Advertising expert Dee Madigan has told the project the ads paid for by taxpayers are confusing and offensive.
2: Instead of using terms like sex, they've got this bizarre milkshake analogy it's all set in some 1950s milk bar that is completely unclear i showed it to my 16 year old son and he said why are they treating such a serious topic like a joke i mean this is millions of taxpayer dollars on this
0: and history has been made as a nasa helicopter became the first human-made powered aircraft to land on Mars. It happened around nine o'clock last night, remote controlled by scientists back here on Earth, with the signal taking a whole nine minutes to travel all the way to our neighboring planet. Here is the moment, straight after touchdown.
2: Its first flight, the first flight of a aircraft on another planet.
0: The helicopter's historic mission will finish up at the end of this month. Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Tuesday morning and firstly to Queensland and the Premier is talking up the state's 2032 Olympic Games bid after her Cabinet backed the plan. Anastasia Palaszczuk says the proposal gives Queenslanders hope for the future after the COVID pandemic. Our reporter David Shiraz has the details from Brisbane.
1: Good morning Tash. Well the Queensland Cabinet received a briefing from Australian Olympic Committee President John Coates with the Ministers backing the state's 2032 bid. The Premier saying the endorsement is contingent on guarantees which need to be made by the federal government. Anastasia Palaszczuk adding a discussion with the Prime Minister has already been had with those chats to continue over the coming weeks due to strict timelines the state needs to meet in its bid. Securing the Games could create an estimated 100,000 new jobs, not to mention the priceless international tourism exposure for Queensland. The state's bid could go to a vote as early as the Tokyo Olympics.
0: To New South Wales now and Hollywood is heading down under with the latest Mad Max movie being filmed in the state. Our reporter Sasha Tanik has more from Sydney. That's
2: right Tash, it is being billed as the biggest production ever to be filmed in New South Wales with production due to kick off in June. Furiosa, the long-awaited prequel to the Mad Max
0: series, is expected to support more than 850 local jobs and bring in
2: around $350 million to the local economy. It will will be filmed at locations all over New South Wales, including Broken Hill and Western Sydney. Aussie actor Chris Hemsworth admits it's a dream come true to star in the George Miller film. It really is, for me, I think out of everything I've done, um, the biggest pinch myself moment, you know, because of what I've grown up on watching it and it's, it's so iconic. The Queen's Gambit star Anya Taylor-Joy will play a younger version of the heroic female warrior played by Charlize Theron. Aussie director George Miller saying the production will be a big boost for the local film industry. It's not only what happens economically, it means that we're keeping the talent here, that really brilliant talent who previously went overseas. I've seen so many people leave because they weren't the jobs here. And now they're here and it feeds right across the community. The post-apocalyptic film is due to hit our screens in mid-2023.
0: And Victorians have been told to brace for some wild weather today with heavy showers and a cold snap on the way for most of the state. Our reporter James Lake is in Melbourne and says Mother Nature will throw its very best at Victoria over a matter of hours. Thanks, Tash. That's certainly what the forecasters are saying. We've been told this cold front will move across the state from early this morning, crossing the western parts, then reaching Melbourne by around lunchtime, then hitting the state's eastern parts later in the afternoon. The weather will be so ferocious, the Weather Bureau has issued a road weather alert telling drivers to slow down and leave extra space between their car and the vehicle in front. While not an enormous amount of rain is expected, up to about 15 millimetres, hail is expected to follow the system in the afternoon. Temperatures are also expected to plummet from around 18 degrees to just 12 in a matter of minutes as the change sweeps through. And that cold snap will also bring fresh snow to the mountains, down to about 1,000 metres. Now, for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at at CanStar. Effie, good morning. The federal government has promised this year's budget will be female-friendly, with
2: a focus on super. Look, I think they'll have to be, tashed because this whole super gender gap is making headlines once again, um, and as rightly as it should. So what we're seeing, we know the obvious, that women typically retire with lower super balances than men because they earn less on average and they take more time to raise children. Now, what exactly is going to be in the budget, we'll have to wait and see. But what is being thrown around right now is, first of all, the super guarantee looks like it will rise from 95 to 10%. Now, this may not close the super gap, but it will go some way to boosting balances. Also, that $450 a month threshold, it looks like that may be removed uh, as well. And that, that's a no-brainer. That's an easy thing to do because at the moment employers are not required to pay super to workers earning less than $4.50 a month. Now changing this will not only help women, but also anyone who has multiple jobs that are being paid less than that threshold. The other one that's been thrown around is paying super on government-funded paid parental leave. Now, this will also reduce to a small degree the impact of career breaks taken by women to raise children. It's also worth noting, that there are plenty of super funds now that do offer parental leave benefits. So I'll give you an example. HESTA, their members can get up to a 12-month break from paying insurance insurance fees while they're on parental leave. And the same goes with Host Plus, up to 12 months. And CARE super member also, they get a, a waiver on insurance fee for death, TPD and income protection. Now, look, while you wouldn't choose a super fund just because of these benefits, it's worth noting that these funds are also in the top quartile of performance over 10 years. So it's a good start. Will it close the super gap? Probably not because it really, I hate to say, it's a systematic problem anyway. It's a step in the right direction. We have to be hopeful, Effie. Now,
0: also talking about the travel bubble in New Zealand. We saw it opening up yesterday, international travel for the first time in more than 12 months. And we've also seen a number of hot uh, sales opening up at the moment for flights.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, judging by how fast, remember the government's half price tickets that came out? I mean, most of those have been sold within the week of going on sale. So, look, travel is clearly on the forefront. If you missed out on a particular deal through those discounted tickets, then you'll be happy to hear that this morning, Virgin's 72-hour click frenzy sale started. So it's on more than 28 domestic routes. And um, I believe economy fares start from as low as $79 one way between Melbourne and Adelaide. The popular Sydney to the Gold Coast is $85 one way. Now, like I said, this is in addition to the federal government's $800,000 half-price fares. Um, And the good news is, like I said before, there is flexibility at least with travelling on airfare tickets. So, for example, with Virgin, you've got flexibility for travel until the 31st of January next year. Also, one tip, keep an eye out tonight because we'll also see the Click Frenzy travel sale start at 7 p.m. Now, that's a 53-hour sale event. It happens once a year and it includes deals on flights, accommodation and travel essentials and a number of brands. So, uh, the details are wrap until 7 p.m. You're just going to have to get on that site, clickfrenzy.com.au to check it out. Always love a bargain. Effie, Thank you. Thank you.
0: for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett Collingwood is facing a fine with two of its players caught using mobile phones during a game.
1: Yeah, this is a no-no. Good morning, Tash. Uh, The AFL has uh, spoken to Collingwood handing it a Please Explain. Those two players are Jeremy Howe and Jordan Dugowie. Now, they were both ruled out with injury during their loss to West Coast last round. Uh, Now, even though they weren't going to return to the field, under AFL rules, you're still banned from accessing your phone, so it looks like they're going to cop a fine. Here's their skipper, Scott Penelbury, who explained that their football operations manager, Nick Maxwell, wasn't there to lock them away. Max is our operations manager, um, but he wasn't allowed to go to Perth because he'd been in Brisbane the week before. So, yeah, I think we know as players that you shouldn't be on them during the game. So perhaps they weren't across that, that uh, they thought, well, we're safe now, we're not going to play, so we can pick up our phone. And apparently one of their partners, I think, contacted Jeremy Howe to um, see if he was okay because he'd suffered a knee injury and he's had a a lot of injury issues over the years. Speaking of uh, injuries, out of Sydney, uh, their unbeaten run coming to an end at the hands of the Giants, cracking game by two points. It's come at a further cost. Lance Franklin and Tom Hickey suffering knee injuries. Let's hear from their coach, John Longmire, uh, explaining just how long will be sidelined for. Yeah unfortunately Tom's hurt his PCL so he's probably six to eight weeks and Lance is probably three to four he's got some bone bruising. It was just probably a two minute period just before three quarter time we lost both of them within probably 30 seconds. So disappointing, especially uh, for Buddy Franklin, given all the soft tissue injuries he's had. Maybe that this is a, a knee injury. It might be a little bit more straightforward uh, to rehab and perhaps less chance of uh, of him hurting or suffering the same injury again. But second last year of that uh, mammoth, the million-dollar-a-season contract, it's not what they, they want. But they're still looking pretty good, still in a good position, the Swans.
0: And to the NRL now, Brett, a serial offender has copped another suspension.
1: Yes, this is Jack Hetherington. It was a good old-fashioned coat hanger on Valentine Holmes. That was on Sunday night in Townsville. Now he is a repeat offender because he's been charged six times in just 29 NRL games. League legend Mark Guy doesn't believe that he was trying to hurt Val Holmes, though. For me, it wasn't malice. It was more of Jack Hetherington's overexcitement. You know, he seems to have a couple of these a year where he just does stuff that it's, it's not befitting a rugby league team. Mm-hmm. It's he's a fantastic player. So that of course will cost Canterbury uh, one of their uh, most important props and we know that the struggles they've gone through this season so they need all the help that they can get still on rugby league. Luke Brooks, a lot of interest around his future. Perhaps the Tigers might looking to, to offload him. He certainly declared that he will be going nowhere. Now they've just uh, secured Jackson Hastings uh, who's been playing in the Super League with Wigan for the past couple of years. He'll come back next year on a two-year deal but uh, Luke Brooks says that he's not threatened by that signing. i just got to play good footy, and I think once uh, we get some wins on the board, then sort of that outside noise starts to go away. bit going on in terms of uh, halfbacks changing clubs. Uh, Also some reports this morning that Chad Townsend could leave the Sharks at the end of the year for the Cowboys, Tash.
0: And also today, Brett, Melbourne Victory has appointed a new coach to guide them through the remainder of the A-League season.
1: Yeah, this is a a former English Premier League manager will take charge of the victory. Uh, Grant Bredner, of course, sacked after that 7-0 thrashing at the hands of Melbourne City. They're a proud club, Melbourne Victory. They, along with um, Sydney FC, were two of the strongest clubs when the A-League first started. Steve Keane will take the reins for the rest of the season. Um, No suggestion that he might go on after that. We'll see how he goes if he wants to continue living in Melbourne, if he likes the job and does well. Perhaps he will get that full-time, but we've got the likes of Tony Popovich, who had a lot of success with West, in Sydney, Perth Glory, he's been mentioned as uh, perhaps the leading contender uh, to take over there at the victory and uh, the big story yesterday that's still developing is this European Super League, so this is a dozen of the biggest clubs in the world, household names like Manchester United, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Juventus, AC Milan uh, all confirming yesterday that they're going to break ranks to start this new competition, the European Super League uh, funded by JP Morgan one of the biggest banks in the world, they all get 3.5 billion dollars to take part in this, but it has sparked enormous outrage Uh, UEFA, who's the governing body of the game in Europe, has said that if you join this league, you'll be kicked out of your domestic competitions. Uh, Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, says it's not on and fans have a right to feel outrage because it just extends that gap between the rich clubs and the poor clubs. And I think you become less likely to see a team like Leicester City going up and winning the Premier League when uh, they have no chance of making the Champions League because this would, um, you would think, replace the Champions League and, and just have the same teams playing year in, year out. Um, so, yeah, but they're, they're going their own way, uh, despite what the fans and some politicians think, Tash,
0: Yeah, it's kind of almost their version of what we experienced with Super League that almost destroyed the code.
1: Yep, very good point, very good point. A lot of money a um, lot of money involved here.
0: All right, thanks Brett. Thanks Tash. Checking the weather details around the country now this Tuesday morning. Sunny and 28 today for Brisbane. Mostly sunny for Sydney. Top of 25. Cool change, as we mentioned earlier, for Melbourne with rain windy just 19 degrees today. Canberra, cool conditions also 19 and partly cloudy. Showers and 15 degrees for Hobart today. Showers clearing from Adelaide. 19 degrees the expected top. Morning smoke possible for Perth. Then a sunny 25. Mostly sunny and a top of 33 for Darwin. And Aussie basketballer Shyla Hill is following in her famous dad's footsteps. The 19-year-old, who is the daughter of Boomer's great Shane Hill, is set to join the WNBA, the eighth draft pick for American basketball team Chicago Sky. Shyla has told Seven she could not have done it without her dad's incredible support.
2: Without him, I definitely wouldn't have got drafted. I wouldn't be where I am today. We really have been working since I was a little girl, putting in work nearly every day. So, um, yeah, he's helped me so much and I'm very grateful.
0: Well done and we wish Shyla all the very best. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch our latest episode and be across all the breaking news and hot topics as they happen in our brand-new talk show, Australia Today with Steve Price, by heading to listener.com or downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.
2: Listener.